Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings. Welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. And I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Malshine. And listen, I'm channeling... My inner Kirsten Johnston, I'm hanging out a window on the Upper West Side, and I'm saying, when did everybody start wearing wide leg jeans? <laughs> is this happening in America or is this a European thing? It's happening in America big time. And I want to say that I've even, not to be too much more about it, but I've actually ventured to try some on and like, they just don't exist in my world. I am wide leg jeans. So even the wide leg jeans are fitted on me. <laughs> so I, I'm all leg up. I'm all like, this, this is the thing. It looks so, <laughs> so bad, sloppy and bad, unless you're 19 years old. It's funny. So my mom and I went to the museum the other day and there was this girl, everybody at the Palm Beach Art Museum, like really like dresses for it, which is fine. I just, Myra and I did not, you know, we were in our spandex. <laughs> and so we're walking around and there was this like girl that was like clearly like, how do, how do I even put it? Like she was an arty gal and she was wearing like a blazer, but then she was wearing these like really baggy linen pants, but then they like, had like the cuff at the bottom. And I, I, just, I asked my mom, I said, do you think she looks like put together? And she's like, well, those pants remind me of these, she called them like, parachute pants. She's like one time, you know, in like the eighties, I wore them and my mother shamed me so hard that like I had to throw them out. My grandmother said to my mom, those pants make you look fatter than you you are and it's my mom was like I'm not wearing these again but I couldn't we really had like a long conversation about it because we were like how does she look put together because it's essentially sweatpants it's it so bad but like I bought a pair today because I have to <laughs> they look so bad and especially with like all the postpartum weight I'm still about 30 pounds up from where I would like to be and the weight is I mean not same moving. didn't have a baby but same <laughs> yeah it's it's frustrating the weight is not moving because I'm breastfeeding it is staying on me whoever made up this myth that breastfeeding makes the weight melt off is full of shit it's a lie it my body is retaining every single thing I eat yeah. but these pants they look so bad. They look bad. Why did you buy them? Why did you buy them? Because I felt like I had to. Because I'm walking <laughs> around in straight leg jeans like a schnook. And right. I don't look cool. Here's the thing. I got pregnant this time last year. This time last year, every silhouette of jeans was a go. Literally. Yes. Anything but skinny. It was ABS. Anything but skinny. You could yeah. be straight leg. You could be mom jean. You could be... Maybe Boyfriend a wide team. leg creeping in and out. You could be flared. You could be fucking clam diggers. Like everything was in this time last year. And then all of a sudden I came out of the pregnancy haze and they've all, no one is wearing any of those. Everyone is only wearing wide leg. I know. Yeah. The wide leg decided? trend. Well, I guess that's like a question in general though. It's like, and you know, more and more I've gotten into fashion. So like, I apologize for like not 
knowing this answer. This may be an Ava question, but like, where do trends come from? Like, well, I, why I actually, is why like literally who decide? Someone decided. I have a satisfactory answer to that. It comes from the collective unconscious because it's. Oh. We're grasping for things that look new. We're grasping for things that we don't have. And really oh. the teens are the ones. So like the teens are going for this because this wide leg style hasn't been cool since the nineties. It hasn't been cool since before they were born. So for them, oh. this is really exciting. This has never been done before. They're like, this is brand new. We've only yeah. seen it in pictures from 500 years ago, AKA the nineties. <laughs> this is cool. Whereas us we know better we know it looks awful we know it looks sloppy and bad and that the hems drag on the ground they get all chewed up and dirty and disgusting muddy well i also feel like that there was a time that i've actually all but blocked out until right now where i actually remember fighting with my mom about my 90s oh wait i think your mic needs to be turned around sorry i forgot to say that i did a mic test and everything it doesn't make oh yeah that's better it needs to face this is better yeah, the light needs to face you. Doesn't that not make sense, though? No, because you're the one looking at it. Yeah, but this is where, like, the private, like, controls would be. So, like, why would, like... It is it weird. Matter. It is weird. As long as it sounds good, I don't really care. They should all be on one side. They should all be on one side. But, yeah. okay, per the point, like, yeah, all the controls on the mic on one side and, like, not wide leg jeans. Like, okay, so I remember specifically, I got in a huge fight with my mom about my own pair of wider leg jeans not only had I rubbed out the thigh, so there were two big holes creeping towards crotch, but they weren't there. But I had two big thigh holes, but they kind of were hidden. I just liked the way they looked. But was really the the back of the of the bottom of the pant was so gnarly frayed, but then like the front wasn't. I don't even know what I was thinking. I was just rebelling, I guess. My mother's like these pants are disgusting we have to them out and they're like they're my favorites i'm like that's the look that's the look and she's like okay the back of the pants are two inches shorter than the front of the pants when has this ever been a style but it was just because i was just walking on them all the time and i was like yeah they're worn in and it's like yeah, they look fucking bad then and they look fucking bad now we were wearing them with uggs and stuff yeah right I Oh my God, today when I was walking around, I live near a few college campuses in Dublin. Mm -hmm. And imagine my utter delight when I realized that leggings with Uggs are okay again. Now there's a look. Now there's a look. It's comfortable. It doesn't drag on the ground. It's not waterproof either, but it still looks nice. Well, you can spray the boot. And it doesn't look nice. I'm sorry I said that, but... It looks like you're in college. <laughs> yes. And it doesn't make you look like fatter big, than you are. Yeah. It doesn't make you look like a big clown man. Yeah. 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 No, the, the parachute pants and, and big baggy denim phase has got to go. I, it's humiliating for me. I literally did try on a couple of pair of wide legs and the only ones that didn't actually still hug my thighs were, I mean, they were comedy big. Like it was like, I can't like. I mean, yeah. it looked like I, I was, like, wearing, like, you know, the, like, black friend jeans? It looked like I was, like, wearing an adult man's, like, pants real quick to, like, get the takeout or something. Like, it was, like, these are, but it's not, it was, like, it, it almost reminded looks- me of, like, Doug. Like, Doug Funny's pants. Like, the width of Doug's pants didn't match his, obviously, stick legs. Like, it yes. looked like I was wearing, like, like funny big pants. <laughs> like- and when they had that little music video, Think Big, they were all wearing wide legs. That's what Wait, I was thinking about all day exactly- while I was. 
Think big is exactly what I was just thinking. Right. I'm like, right. Big, think big, big, think big. That is what the jeans are. That is the look. Yeah. It's so bad. And they make a noise when you walk in them (laughs) of slapping together. It's not chic in any way. I really hope it dies soon. But the way that it has, like, I cannot convey to you the way that it, it went from everyone wearing every pair of jeans to everyone wearing only this one pair of jeans. I'm scared that it's here for a while. Because think about how long flares were here when we were in high school. Think about how long skinny jeans had, you know, 15 years. Range and- supreme. Yeah, like this could be another one of those. And I'm really sad. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I think what you just said is so interesting that like it's all about newness from the young people and like what they perceive to be new. I mean, the first fear that comes to mind is like, oh, no, like should we pre-introduce chain wallets so they think it's old school or something? Like because that's what the phase is. is. Like remember when it was like. Number one was like bat. It was like jankos and chain wallets, as if we ever skateboarded or ever would. Like this ridiculous, but like burger. I kind of feel like maybe, I don't know. Like maybe there is, because it is such an online, like it's such a visual youth anyway. Like maybe they're just gonna catch a couple of whiffs of themselves on the gram and be like, "Wow, the pants are taking up the entire square." Like maybe we should have a new look. You know, I just I, I feel like because it's such a visual world right now we can't get away with these big pants for too long yeah yeah because what other with- ugly trends have we had lately that have been like genuinely ugly like dad sneakers mm. really ugly mm. and gone finally gone that's another thing that happened when i emerged from my pregnancy hey is dad sneakers are dead they're gone mm-hmm. no one's wearing mm-hmm. them anymore which is great because they were mm-hmm. very stupid I mean, as somebody who, as we know, has a couple of orthopedic issues, I don't mind a dad sneak for me just because my <laughs> feet don't ache after five minutes. But you can wear a regular like right now. It's all about the Adidas Samba, I feel like. And like we can all get into like a flat wow, that's so soul. crazy, though. But like that's but that's so old school. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing is new ever. Nothing will ever be new. Okay, let's talk about the Golden Globes. Great. First of all, Joe Coy bombed. Yeah, he bombed. It was really hard to watch. The thing that was really sucky was how much people were dunking on him. It was like, he already bombed. Like, that's the punishment. You don't need to add to it. Well, the thing that really made me cringe is that I know a few of the so while the golden globes were going on i was seeing a bunch of instagram posts from peers of ours who are in la who are so proud to have been the writers no and they're who i'm embarrassed for because like that's like that big opportunity like i want everyone to know that like i was the writer of this and then because it's like joe coy will ultimately be fine like he's not like not only is that objectively one of the hardest jobs in comedy period but like he's got a good career like he's fine like people and he, but like i do him. think it was people there's like a critical, him there's a critical mass of people who like him enough so that this doesn't matter i didn't know who he was before this and he now dated I know chelsea he handler is. for a long time oh that's weird i didn't know that's really weird that i missed that but i didn't know who he was and now i do and that's a win like even though he bombed right. you know what i mean yes absolutely and like somebody that I have worked with in the past and was friendly with 
was like the top writer name on it. And I just was cringing for the whole the whole time because every time a joke didn't land, he'd be like, That's not my joke. And I'm like, Don't just like just don't I know. Don't call and out the I'm- other younger, like less famous writers like this is a big day for them right and like why did you use it if you if it's not a good joke but he i didn't that didn't bother me like so many people were like it's an outrage that he's throwing the writers under the bus it's like okay but none of you know who they are and he's except for me i wasn't outraged by it i just i cringed for them because they were cringing anyway but right Right, he shouldn't have done that the general public doesn't know who they are and also he was doing this thing called joking he wasn't being serious (laughs) like i don't think he was being serious when he said the ones that you're not laughing at are the ones that other people wrote like he's not being. that's a very funny thing to say actually yeah like he's not being dead ass serious he's being self-deprecating and he's making fun of his own ego like like everyone was like this i can't believe he's throwing writers under the bus and after the writers strike who could do that it's like he's not he's not a corporation the writers weren't striking against him like shut up he's a writer too you know well and and i i thought the only point that he made that was actually kind of fair was he's like for the record i was hired for this 10 days ago which i believe like i don't think that they had like a ton of time to like yeah uh, like a fabulous monologue together i think that's a fine monologue for jokes like movies that we've kind of already made jokes about anyway it was and pretty, none of the jokes were good ones it, like they would no it, it is really weird how bad there weren't any good joke <laughs> yeah, like again no judges we've all bombed we all do totally. bomb we all will bomb like it it happens it is a little confusing how that was able to make it to prime time because yeah and all these people People that were tweeting dunking on him are assholes because those are all people who fancy themselves as comedians who don't ever go on a stage. And people were like, oh, 10 days. He should have come up with something better than that. It's like, okay, you do it. Like, yes, we all want to pretend that we would have done a better job, but let's see you do it. Maybe he did have better material, but he forgot it or the teleprompter stopped working or something. And all he could think of was his most hack material that had been thrown on the cutting room floor. Like, we don't know. It wasn't great. It's also completely possible that there were some really good jokes in the bunch but that because of tv they weren't allowed to do any actual good jokes like that's one of the annoying things about like trying to do a tv set because there's so much that you're not allowed to say on tv there's so much that you're not allowed to even like edge up against or or imply so i feel like for a show like that like it has to be that's why like in history like Ellen DeGeneres and like Steve Martin, like the people that do really well at hosting award shows as comics are the ones who are used to playing clean anyway, because it has to be so clean. And Joe Coy objectively is like one of the least clean comics out there. He's a weird pick for this. Yeah. I, yeah. Also most of the people, when you get picked plucked from a late night show and ported over to one of these gigs you have a writing staff that already knows what's safe and not safe for tv this was i'm assuming like he doesn't have a staff he's just a comic that's on the road like this was not his crew that he already knows this was people thrown together 10 days ago that's really hard it's really hard 100 percent. and way to way to give it a go folks hey give it a go joe way to give it a go joe it was all coy. It was all coy. Here's what else really, really was just, oh my God. It was putting me in a real eat the rich mood all week. Ooh. The way that so many of the celebrities refused to even fake it. 
refused to even smile uh, along and uh, just yeah. sat there like amuse us peasant what are you doing you know what i mean like yeah who are you who do you think who do you all think you are you guys have joke careers you're the luckiest people on the planet your jobs are so easy you Mm -hmm. are worshipped in culture even on your worst day your day is better than most 99 percent of this country like let alone the world crack a smile the guy's dying up there would it kill you Dude, for sure. And it's also like the audacity to ask us to watch your two plus hour movies. Right. And, and you can't sit there and not give us the grace monologue. Right. Come on. Like have a little space and a little bit of grace for all entertainment. Yeah. And I have to say the worst of these for me was Taylor Swift. And if you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, you know that I post have posted about it. The way that she scowled at him when he made the tamest hackest joke he could have possibly made that wasn't even about her it was about the nfl he said the joke was something like oh we're not gonna pan away don't worry we're not gonna cut to taylor swift as much as the nfl does that's actually not a bad joke that's like an okay joke it's like fine it's something that everyone has been saying for months so it's a reference it's like it's a it's a fair reference yeah it's not offensive at all it's and and for her to sit there scowling is when she's having the best professional year of her life and seemingly a pretty good personal year as well. It's just like, who do you think you are? Like, be a gracious, be a little bit gracious to this person who's dying up there when you're at the top of your game. Even when I'm at like a, like a shitty bar show, if someone's up there dying, I'm going to smile. I'm going to hope they see me smiling in the back because I want them to feel a little bit better and I want the show to get better and the show will get better if the person feels supported. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's literally like the humane thing to do. Like for the betterment of society, not only should we encourage this performer, but right, laughter begets laughter. Like if somebody was hard cracking up in that audience, even if it was fake, the room might have erupted in laughter. It's that nobody had his back at all. Right. It was nasty. It was mean to watch. What do you think was a bigger bomb? Joe Coy at the Golden Globes or Angela Bassett did the thing? I know. I know. It's really the thing with Because it was the same kind of audience response, which was like, what are you doing? Yeah, which is also (laughs) nasty because, again, she was not that famous either. Like, she is someone who's having a moment. This is a big opportunity for her. And you're just going to sit there with these cunty little British frowns on your faces? Like, come on, get into it. Have fun. You are paid more than any human should ever be paid for anything. And your job is a joke. Be nice, you know? But I think this was a worse bomb because this one also had the righteous indignation of people deciding to be offended by it as well, which is just like another nail in the coffin for him. Like some people turned it into he and it was misogynistic and sexist. His jokes were so sexist. And it's like, mm, I I mean, I guess if you really want to find victimization in literally the tamest set I've ever heard in my life, then sure, go ahead and try to do that if it makes you feel better. But that's what makes this, an even more humiliating bomb than Angela Bassett I mean, what, did the same. What, I think it. I think it is a more humiliating bomb, and I guess like well, because at least even with Angela Bassett, we had Jamie Lee Curtis doing what Taylor should have done here, which has been like yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know, like Jamie Lee comes in handy, but like it's called being a class act. That's what that is called. Yeah, being a cool person, like supporting yeah. each other. But like, I'm trying to even think. Were there any? I guess the only 
was it just that he was like Barbie, like was a doll with boobs? Was that like he said big I mean, I boobies, even... and that really bothered people. And oh, wow. that was really uh, you know we're not allowed to say that anymore. We're not allowed to. What say What bothers that... you more, big boobies or big pantsies? Right, the big pants bother me more, more. offensive to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, also Barbie's boobs are like medium, so that he should have just said boobies. But okay, but... that's a good note. Yeah, but the the thing is that I loved, <laughs> absolutely loved. Someone asked Greta Gerwig what she thought about that today, and oh, she yeah. had the classiest response. She was like, "Yeah, he's right. This was the first doll marketed in America that had boobs, and here is why that's important and integral to the story." And he's a hundred percent right, and everything he said is true. the The movie Oppenheimer was based on a seven hundred page biography. The movie Barbie was based on a toy. It's true. Why is that offensive to you? Why are you so insecure about the Barbie movie that you need to be like annoyed at this joke? You know, 100%. Speaking of which, the Barbie movie win. Did they invent that category for Barbie movie? Yeah, which is so funny. What was it? It was like cinematic box office success of the year financially. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you watched Mad Men, right? Yeah. Everyone was posting that screenshot of Don Draper saying to Peggy, that's what the money is for. <laughs> and she's like, you never say thank you. And he's like, that's what the money is for. That's very funny. Yeah. It's like, what do you need a Golden Globe? Also, like Golden Globes, we've gone through before about the Golden Globes. It's a really weird, really like the no one knows why it has as much important as it does importance as it does the oscars it is not like you don't need a golden globe for like the money is such the better deal in that situation yeah you don't need to award us for doing the best financially we actually know yeah exactly yeah angela bassett did the thing for the win yeah and now in retrospect that one actually was great because it, right? it was very much the office humor where you're just like, it's part of the greatness was the cringiness and she gave it her all. I think the reason yes. why pe- people weren't angry at her for bombing, but they were angry at Joe Coy. And I think that's because people, not everyone, but a lot of people have like a resentment of comics, I think, because yeah. you're good at stand up. It looks easy. It looks like you're just up there musing on something that just came into your head you've just you know put it together and when for some reason when someone can't pull off that illusion it makes people angry like they're like why are you up there you know like they're they were they were pissed that he was even up there you're so right and i also think it's because so much of comedy is for the audience the experience of being like i could do that like i could do i could get up there and do that so i think yeah and it's like okay do it Right, literally, go for it anytime. Like Mike's every night. Like get, yeah, yeah, give it a go. Like I feel like it's a lot of people being like, oh, like they picked him instead of me, and it's like you're not in the running, but like nice fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Like exactly. oh yeah, cool. Yeah, you you could have done better for sure. Yeah. Okay, can we talk about what in their charts made Greta Gerwig have such a classy reaction to this versus Taylor Swift acting like literally Donald Trump at the White House correspondence dinner? That's very do you funny. Rem- do you remember when Donald Trump was at the White House Correspondents Dinner and yeah. Seth Meyers and Obama were roasting him and he sat there staring into space like with this angry look on his face like a psycho. And we all acknowledged what a bad sport he was and what a psycho he was. How is that different from Taylor Swift? Well, 
Wait, also, let me answer my own question real quick before I forget, please, because I do want to friend of the pod, Melissa Radzimski pointed out. What up, Melissa? She thinks that maybe Taylor was trying to be funny also, like to do a funny deadpan face. And if that's the case, I'm sorry. And I took back, I take back everything I said, because if she was also trying to do like a one, two punch and be do like a funny little iconic meme face, uh, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. She's trying to put on a show as well. To me, it read as how dare this plebe address me in this manner. So wait, I need to take that in for a second because actually that's a great call. I actually, like, yeah, like I, I actually hope it was that. I feel like it. Okay. Because the thing to me that is the weirdest about it, if she actually is giving like an actual pissed response is that it's so out of character for her. Like, no, it's not. She, now she isn't being a i feel like she's the queen of like let's fucking go the camera's on me like i feel like she's the queen yeah but of not like, when someone's me- not at her expense she she is little miss victim she caught, yeah but i feel she, like that was not at her expense i mean t- to acknowledge that she has been the 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 queen of cutaways at nfl games is simply just facts that's because you know how to laugh at yourself though like she doesn't but isn't know that just to, objectively true she she doesn't want to hear it I think she's that thin-skinned that, like, a true thing, she she doesn't want you to say it because she doesn't want to hear anything except how amazing she is. That's my impression. That's the impression I But the I joke get. is about how amazing she is. It's that, it's that the world's obsessed with her to the point that she's taken over the NFL cutaways. Yeah, but she doesn't want to hear like, nobody talk to her. I like thinking that she thought she was doing deadpan because I also think we found out that she's also, like, pretty not funny. So, like, right. for her to then have, like, a co-bomb, like, a, a bomb reaction to the bomb, like, it, I don't know, that makes more sense to me, where she was like, oh, I, okay, like, I'll give them, like, the opposite of what I usually do, which is, let's fucking go, I think she's like. Yeah, a co-bomb is the most charitable reading for Taylor in this situation. Yeah, I think it was a bomb-on-bomb cutaway situation, and, that like, we all kind of just didn't know what to do with it, because, you know, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was. The whole thing was just like a, a a wash. That's like like bad bad TV for a minute there. Yeah, the prob a, a big problem with his set was that a lot of it wasn't even registering as jokes to people. Like he yeah. wasn't letting the punchlines just sit there for long enough. The minute that everyone didn't laugh uproariously, he would start stumbling into something else or excuses or or like yelling at the audience. Like he wasn't. There was no way to really know what the punchlines were supposed to be, and they weren't good enough that you could just figure it out on your own. I don't know. It was weird. There, his delivery was, like, so off. It was crazy. Well, but you know what, though? Look, I mean, right. It Maybe it would have been helped by just some, like, pregnant pauses that not only gave people a chance to laugh, but also that awkwardness might have helped create laughter. Like, if he had just let it hang. Because, right, he was so defensive. He cu- He almost, like, clipped the end of every joke. Yes. But it's almost like going into it. It's almost like from the time that he was walking on stage to do it, he was like, this is going to bomb. Like he had the defensiveness of, yeah. you know, when you go to like shows in New York and there's always that that comic that's like, OK, I get it. You hate me. And you're like, wait, what? Who are you? He had a bit of that energy of like, OK, I get it. You hate me. OK, I get it. This sucks. And it's like, well, wait a second. Wait a second. Like if that's the energy you bring, then it most certainly is going to suck. But like I, I kind of feel like that was his I mean, I do think, you know, we were asking weeks ago, what even is a conductor? And it's like, actually, 
in comedy, the comic is the conductor. It's like he could have been a little bit more of a maestro up there and like directed the energy of the room in a way that was like supportive of him. I think he just went in with the mindset of like, this is going to bomb. And like, and it did. Yeah. And like, when you are, I know she's like milk. So <laughs> when you are hosting or emceeing, you kind of need everyone to trust you. You don't even need that many good ones. Do you know what I mean? No, like, you need like a good vibe. Like good vibe yeah, is like, actually the work. I've been to shows where you walk away and you're like, I loved that MC. And then you're like, wait a minute. They didn't even say anything funny. Like I just really liked them. And that's I feel like that's like the story of my my career for long periods of time. <laughs> but you have tons of good ones. Sort of, but like I definitely feel like by the end of 2019, like right before COVID, and I was hosting barbershop every week, I didn't want to keep doing the same jokes. Because I felt kind of like, well, these people do come back. So I was kind of just doing like 15 minutes of like hanging out and crowd work. And then I would start the show. So I appreciate that skill set because I'm hoping that it's enough sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah, good crowd work is good. But right. That's like the job of the host is just to be like a warm, friendly, like welcome to the space. Let's have a good night. He was sort of like, OK, I'm sorry that we're all in this space, but let's have a weird time. And it was like, OK, that's what then Yeah, we're, we're with you. It's weird. Right. When he said, like, yo, shut up. This is good. Yeah, yo, shut like, up. <sighs> I saw right. it in writing before I even watched it. And I was uh, like, no, no, uh, yo, shut up. Yo, shut up. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, oh no. Yeah, I mean, it's lol. I mean, okay, but per your astro question, what I will say about Greta's chart is that, you know, she is a Leo Sun Gemini Moon. She is very much, you know, who else is a Leo Sun Gemini Moon? My friend Haley, uh, red, oh, redhead her. Haley. We like, love her. We love her. And like Leo Sun Gemini Moon, that is like a good vibe, good time. Like, I mean, it's also kind of similar to my mother's chart, which on a good day is that, but my mother's got a little bit too much Aquarius to be all, all fun all the time. But like a Leo Sun Gemini Moon, she is like down to play like that is like Greta is here to play and Gemini moons tend to be very good scene partners under almost every circumstance because they're just mirroring to get by so all Greta did really was like we can see it as classy and cool because we're like wow she didn't like make this a thing but actually that is like her one of her great strengths that she she can actually just like improvise like she can just be in the conversation and and mirror whatever energy so if people are coming at her with like a oh what about this she's gonna be like oh what about that and then it's like yeah i love how she just yes and did the joke and she didn't yeah. try to out funny the joke she just was like yeah you know this is uh this is how i feel about it and she was totally just, that was great also like i think one of my favorite leo traits 
would be um she's being so funny it's like she's wasted she's just staring at me like, <laughs> her face is so cute right now yeah. um i one of my favorite leo traits is like when people when leos are like kind of unoffendable like their th- their skin is so thick that yeah. like she didn't even register it as someone making fun of her. She's just like, yeah, yeah, big boobies. The the Barbies right. have the boobies, yeah. And and let me tell you, like academically, why that matters. And it's like, oh, oh, great, exactly. Like, and then I like, love that. I think she's I she I she's redeemed herself for me in many ways, even though I hate some of her movies. But the other thing that we can say about Taylor, whether she was joking or not, because like, even if it was like a hard bomb on her part, I think the same still goes astrologically, which is that like. We know that Taylor is a Sag Cancer. These can be some of the most, like whenever there's a Sag Cancer combo in a chart and there's a lot of these people in my life and I love you all, but there's a particular intensity that is like, you, it's a can't miss intensity. So like, even if Taylor was, whether Taylor was like a pissed or trying to do a deadpan, the it was equal in terms of impact for better or worse, but it was still just like powerfully like, whoa, like it was like, like whenever there's like cancer and Sag energy combined, it's almost like, I mean, it it is why Taylor's career is so prolific, but it's almost like this energy of like my feelings, cancer moon, my feelings are going to be Sag sun broadcast to like the highest degree. So it's like when she's in control of like writing the story of her feelings, it is like, wow, errors to Armenia when she is just doing a response to something, whether she just like, don't talk about me and it's pissy or she's like, I know I'll do deadpan. Either way, the impact is great for doing almost nothing because that's just these two, this fire and this water combination. It's volcanic. Yeah. And if it's a co-bomb, then I co-sign it. I'm, I'm it's like, a Joe okay. Koi bomb, a Koi bomb, a, a Koi bomb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go into the drama that well, way well, more people cared about. Yeah. 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 Okay. Great. I was hoping that you, cause I'm like, we got it. We can't skip over the yeah. eyebrow gate. I cared about this. I, I just want to say like last thing to put a pin in, in that conversation. I just think rich famous people whose lives are amazing need to laugh at themselves. I think it's really like a lost art and Donald Trump is part and is proof of that. Like it's just, it's not cool to not laugh at yourself. Like bros need to be bros, bros. Let's be bros. Just be bros to each other. Just be like, you know what? You're bombing. And I'm, I'm going to smile at you because this is the event. This is not the open mic. We're on TV. And we're all in this together. And yes, you're making fun of me, but that's your job. And my life is amazing. So you know what? I can make fun of myself too. To anybody who's actually stayed through a date that they knew there wasn't long-term future with, like act cool. Like unless you're someone that storms out at every mid-date when you're like, this isn't going to work, then you know how to fake it a little bit. Like act a little bit chill for the dinner. Right. Like you're all supposed to be actors. What are you doing sitting yeah, there showing cool. your act, real feelings? Act like you're laughing at the comedy. Yeah, her face is so fucking cute. I can't. I'm like, you're you're cute, Daphne. She's a cutie. Girl. She is so cute. <laughs> okay, the thing most people cared about was this other thing involving Taylor. Taylor is so huge right now. Everything she touches just blows up. Every morsel, like every bit of air that she breathes, becomes like viral. It's wild. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. so this was Selena Gomez appearing to whisper to. 
Taylor and Kelly Teller, Miles Teller's wife. I don't know why they showed up like as dates together, but whatever. And Selena is whispering to her and they look like obviously they're gossiping, which is really fun. And everyone loved that. We all loved it. It was relatable when you're at a big party and you have to go up to your friend and be like, oh, my God, listen to what this bitch said. All these lip readers were trying to figure it out. What we landed on was everyone thought Selena had said, I tried to get a picture with Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner said no. And you can see Kelly Teller going, Timothy? Like she's in a pantomime Christmas play. Like she's like, yes. <laughs> like it's it's so clear. <laughs> That's what she's saying. She definitely, we like as far as lip reading goes, like she definitely said, the only thing we know for sure is Timothy was uttered. Yeah, for sure. But the next day, Selena Gomez lost her shit as she's wont to do. There was a uh incorrect quote attributed to her where she said everyone hop off my dick apparently that never happened but (laughs) which was so funny because i was just like imagine martin short her co-star reading that and being like selena's (laughs) telling people to hop off her dick like i don't know i just thought it was really funny but right her having to her having to clean it up with martin and steve like i actually didn't say that hop off my dick yeah what she did say was she left a comment on instagram to someone saying that is not what we were talking about. We were talking about two of our friends who hooked up, not that it's anyone's business. And then Selena announced she was going on a social media break. Again, and- she always, no, she's that, like, I hope that she can laugh at herself about that because this so far in like the past oh. six months, I feel like this is her third quote unquote social media break, which means she's going to be back in an hour. Sarah, talk about people who can't laugh at themselves. I don't know how she hangs out with Steve Martin and Martin Short all the time. I guess it's just, I guess she's really chill and cool in person because she has been, this has been her shtick for 10 years. Like when I used to work at a magazine that catered to Gen Z, they all love her and we would cover her all the time. And I would always say to the other girls, like, this girl's kind of a huge whiner. Like everything yeah. is, woe is me. Everything is so hard. Social media is too hard. Even though I'm the most followed woman on Instagram, people leave mean comments and I can't take it. Everyone should be kind, blah, blah, blah. Like she is the queen of, I'm taking a break from social media because literally someone who lives in their mom base, mom's basement said they didn't like me, you know? Right, but right. But people are really finally kind of cottoning onto that and clowning her for it. People were like, like, I was thinking, I, I just think for Selena, a break from social media is I'm going to sleep for eight hours and then I'm going to wake up in the morning and check it again. Like, that's the like, break. Like, literally, if it's that long. Like, I feel like she's specifically gone on a number of I'm taking a break from social medias. And it's it's like she would be lucky to go to sleep and tr- and try again in the morning as the break. But it's like literally been like and then like 1 p.m. It is reported Selena Gomez is account is deactivated and then it's like 4 p.m selena is back with a new inspiring post and it's like what yeah and then i was reading something where it was like well maybe when she's talking about the break because i think when she did this last time it was something related to the war and she then returned like within like a few hours of her like official statement that she's retiring from the gram for now but she came back and it was like a rare beauty post. So I was reading some commentary that was like when she says she's taking a break she's saying she's taking a break from posting personal stuff but like the brand must be uh, like promoted and it's like oh okay yeah but it's like it's kind (laughs) of like this thing people when lena dunham revealed that she doesn't read twitter anymore she just has someone else post her tweets and someone was like that's not fair because we still have to read her tweets that's so funny but it's also just like you should know better like also just don't don't tell anybody 
Right. And like, if you're going to be in the toilet, like you have to sniff some poo or something. I don't know. Bro. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the thing is, this has deeper, this has deeper, thicker eyebrows than just the, the pantomime of the word Tamalathy, because a lot of people were drawing a connection to what happened, I believe it was last summer, where Selena over-laminated her eyebrows, and then <laughs> mean girl Kylie came to the uh, co-sign of other mean girl Haley, you know, Selena's ex's wife, to show their good eyebrows, and... That, I guess, was the, the the spark, the threading, if you will, of some now long-term beef. What do you think of those claims? I mean, it's uh, what a what a reach, but also why did why did Kylie post the eyebrow pics right after that? So I don't know. I don't actually I, I remember, think not. You know, it's like mm. I know. I remember you wanting to talk about this at the time. <laughs> this and I was just like and you were right. Yeah. We should have talked about it because it's now back. People cared a lot, but I and I was just like these people are, I mean, I was being a snob, I guess, because this is space trash. We This is what we're supposed to talk about. But I just was like, I can't. This is insane. What are they do? What is this? What is this? Here's the thing. At the time, you were like, this is not a good story. But like, if you yeah, guys don't remember wrong. or didn't want to pay attention to it, here's what happened. Selena posted her eyebrows looking whack. And she was like, accidentally over laminated my eyebrows and then moments later Haley Bieber and Kylie I think they were like even FaceTiming and they both were close up on their perfect eyebrows and then Kylie posted another close-up eyebrow pic where she said accident I think not or like something like that so obviously this is stupid either way and what's going on in Hollywood, like big jeans aside, like bad content all around. But like, I don't know. To me, it was a clear response to Selena's eyebrows. Like I did think it was sort of a mean girl thing. Like, I don't know. And then I'm like, am I reading too much into it? Am I silly for this? But like, I don't know. Don't you think it was kind of in retrospect, at least like a mean girl eyebrow move? It's hard because like none of these people went to college. <laughs> Right. And okay. I just sure, yeah. I need one, like I need one person in the feud <laughs> to have read Shakespeare. You don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, yeah. That's why I like Real Housewives of New York more than all the other franchises because I'm like, okay, some people in here are a little smart. Like this, it just felt to me very much like, okay, this is like this is so this is actually too dumb even for me. It was that level of, it was high level dumbness, low level, even, high level dumbness. You know, like I, I can't even really engage with whether or not any of it was on purpose because. But like, how could it have not been? Because it's so specific and dumb. Yeah, it must have been on purpose. And it I must believe have been on purpose. I really do believe that this is what these people sit around and do all day. 100%. I mean, yeah. none of them have none of them have real jobs. Selena has the only murders in the building. That's that's it. Which I'm well, sure has a lot a of good hours. Job. Sure. No, she works. She definitely she was on Barney. This she's working her whole life. But like, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. I feel like 
I don't know. I mean, Haley Bieber is one of my least favorite people in Hollywood so far. Um, and I, I could really be like, wrong. I like her for some reason. I can't <gasps> explain. I don't know why. I can't. I can't. I know. Wow. Yeah, I, I find her to be like close to intolerable i just think she's an idiot like i just think she seems like such a fucking idiot and like she and justin's marriage just is so cringe to me and like i I don't know and i do think the mean girl stuff is kind of accurate i think she's like sort of a mean girl and like don't be like just don't don't be you know but all this to say that now but i i also think that selena gomez is probably really annoying and kind well, she's of she's a sensitive girl. She's a sensitive girl. Yeah, and like I think she still probably was texting him and and a little bit and which is her right. Like when I think when when he and Haley first got together, I don't think he and Selena had fully cut the cord yet, and I think that grinds Haley's gears. You know? And I think that's why that's where the mean girlness is coming from. Maybe she went through Justin's phone and Selena had said, why are you dating this idiot Nepo baby who does, who's never even filled out a W4? You know what I mean? Like maybe yes. that happened and maybe Haley has, like, we don't know who started the meanness. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's like what came first, like the Selena or the marriage. I think we kind of do know that when Justin got married and when Justin and Haley got together, he and Selena were very like the whole thing is it's not when the meanness began. It's like when the messiness began. And we do know when the messiness began. And uh, when do you think the messiness began? Well, like the whole lead up to Bieber and Haley's marriage was really weird. It was like he and Selena were together for like a million billion years. First love stuff. Then they broke up. Then Haley swooped in. Then they broke up. Then Selena and Justin got back together. And they were then in Montclair. they broke up and they what? They were hanging out in Montclair. Selena was in Montclair. Oh, well, they were with the pastor, right? The pastor Carl lives in Montclair. Yeah, they were, they were, yeah. he was like at a hockey rink in Montclair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Selena was like there with him. Yeah, yeah, I do recall. Well, yeah, there was, and there, were, there was a lot of fun because on Alexander Avenue where the pastor used to live, I don't think he lives anymore, but they used to play basketball and the Bieber would play basketball with the pastor in the, in the parking so lot or whatever. Fun. But, um, but yeah, so then like after that breakup, then it wasn't even like he and Haley got back together. It was like Selena and Justin breakup was the headline one day. And like the next day it was like, and in a whirlwind courtship, Bieber and Haley got married. Then the whole first year of interviews with them about their marriage is like marriage is awful. Marriage is really hard. It's way harder than <laughs> it should be. The yes. whole thing was just such a train wreck. And like. Now I think they're just hanging in there and staying together for the like Christian commitment status or whatever. Like there's like we did it, we decided to stay married. But and like they got, they got married because he decided to become a born again virgin and they wanted to smush. Well, actually, that was her doing. He became a born again virgin, but like more as like a sort of like conceptual thing. Like I'm gonna like fuck less, and she was like, "You can't fuck me until we're married," and like that's what I'm gonna make my little carrot. And that, I think that's part of why it happened so fast. Yeah. But I think that was, see, that's the thing. I think it was a little bit of her. I think that she's much more of a lurker from the background, making this all happen like a sick puppeteer in ways that like, cause even now that's like the big thing he always says, like, I swear to God, this was like an arranged marriage. And it like, it might've been kind of like, yeah. Yeah. But, but anyway, 
the real question is, does anybody know? So Selena basically came out and said, no, of course I could have gotten a picture with Timothy if I wanted a picture with fucking Timothy. This was not about Eyebrowgate. It's just like we were talking shit about someone else named Timothy. Or like, is that what you're saying? I, yeah, I don't think that she would have asked him for a picture. That's really weird. I don't think so. That was the, I had that thought too. I was like, why would you be like, hey, Timothy? Yeah, that's weird. I don't think celebrities do that. Not when they're on the same level, especially not when you've been famous for that long. Like, that's weird. The funny thing also is Selena and Timothy, they were in a movie together. Do you know the movie? It was a Woody Allen movie. What movie? It was a recent, really bad Woody Allen movie. Oh, no. So that, okay, so then that whole thing, that's how bad the Woody Allen movie was, that nobody came to the conclusion right away. Like, they didn't need a picture together they have an entire motion picture together yeah they have an entire they, movie they have a long movie with clunky dialogue together oh yeah. yeah it's like she's got plenty of pictures with timothy that's funny now the other piece of viral joy that i am getting out of the golden globes is everybody trying to lip read the conversation between timothy and kylie and i'm loving it Oh, yeah. And no one knows what they're saying. And he burps in it. That's my favorite part. And he then literally- he's like, I'm burpy. <laughs> <laughs> that's like what the, the lip reader comedy has been saying. Like, that's what all of them are. It's like, I'm burpy. And then like another the lip reader one was like, I'm burpy. And she's like, it's the Tabasco. And like, they have a really <laughs> funny like back and forth. But it, I'm like, there's no way. I mean, there is a way that that's what they're saying, though, in a way. Like, I think what's really funny about this whole interaction, it actually is the first time we've really ever seen them like communicating and it is in a timothy pantomime kind of way like it it actually is pretty like visible like their mouths are visible they're clearly having this like interaction where she's like touching his like necklace or something and it's like yeah has anyone lip read it properly is what i don't know or or what we're seeing is comedy lip read attempts actually what they're saying yeah i one thing that's bothering me about it is everyone is making it out like she's saying something really dumb and he's the smart one and i just am like we have no evidence that he's smart he's an actor no i mean i actually sort of feel like they're a match in a weird way like i kind of feel like i that's why i'm like the comedy version of what they probably were saying might just be what they it was like i have this in black and it's like i like it it's like that's pretty you're pretty it's like all just like banal conversation yeah so funny and then, it was, and then, I mean, what the lip reader was like, I have elbows. And it was like, what do you think of my elbows? And it was like, I don't really care about elbows. So like, okay, I think that it's fair to say they weren't, weren't talking about elbows. I would like to know what she doesn't really care about. But like, yeah, what an interesting, I mean, I feel like their, their close talk stole the show. Yeah. Okay. Can you tell us anything about the astrology of all those people to play us out? Here, as we speak, on the Capricorn New Moon, the first big lunation of 2024, Taylor and Selena, besties for life. Well, Taylor's moon is in Cancer. Selena's sun is in Cancer. So okay. they were kind of like the opposite energy of this new moon where they're they're representing that wow Cancer energy, whereas Kylie and Timmy both have prominent dominant Capricorn in their charts. So they're- Prom-dom? Prom-dom cap. Prom-dom's fun. When- is he Capricorn? If I remember correctly, uh, she is a Capricorn rising and he is a Capricorn. Let me double check. Hold on. Wow. See, we needed some Capricorn in this. We needed some Capricorn energy to ground this group of feuds. 
I would totally. say. He's like a super Capricorn. Wow. There's not a lot of Capricorn actors, you know, and this is our second in a row, Bradley Cooper and Timmy. Like there's not a lot of Capricorn actors or reality stars. We're better at like, you know, being Michelle Obama or Kate Middleton. So good at that. Yeah. I mean, Timmy's got a lot of Capricorn energy in his chart. I mean, I think for him, what we're seeing, the actor in Timmy is the it's it's actually sort of similar to Bradley in a way where it's like he Timothy's moon is in Pisces um, and his rising is in Virgo. So he's sort of like, oh, my God, we're so to like quite quite indeed. Like he's sort of into like perfecting like the creative art. So he's like, yeah, inside, like I can be any character. I'm totally malleable. And then on the outside, he's like, I'm going to make it look perfect, whatever I'm playing. But then ultimately he's doing it all for the status, the what, the status, the what. So you could take that fat ass and get another butt implant and get now I've gone too far. But um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I just think on this Capricorn new moon beginning of the year, it's like at the end of the day, the most interesting thing about the Golden Globes, a show that, hypothetically should have some status and sort of like doesn't is yeah grounded in the interesting in the reality with these two capricorn just kind of stars for whatever reason with their status having some bullshit conversation that we're all dying to lip read i think they they actually saved the show yeah yeah they did and the drama is coming from opposite cancer town what who's cancer town selena and taylor yeah, you're Selena's right. Selena's a cancer and- sun. Taylor's a cancer moon. Kylie and Timmy are solid caps. So they're like, LOL, create your drama with your with your deadpan face and your Timothy gossip. But at the end of the day, we're here having a private conversation that you all want to be a part of. And that's some cap shit. I love it. I think we need both energies. I'm really happy that the girls got caught gossiping. It's fun. I'm really happy that we got a glimpse at Kylie and Timmy's absolutely brain dead pillow talk. Like it, 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 It's all fun and it's all great. And I just hope that the people who took those videos are getting paid because they made everyone's <gasps> week. And totally. I'm sure they're not. And that makes me sad. I mean, we need to bring back copyright. Wait, speaking of which, though, the last thing I'll say, I don't know if I sent it to you or not. Did you see that video from this week where like, it's like obviously like a paparazzi video of Jessica Simpson like walking into like a store or something and the old lady's like, I want to look like you when I grow up. And she's like, I don't know, like you when I grow up. She looks so fucking weird. No, send it to me. I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll cut that from the pot. That, that's not, we can talk about it next time. But like, it is so like, like what's Oscar. going on? Oscar. Oscar. No. Oscar. Oscar. No. no. Stop. Deep. Good. Okay. Um, Happy New Moon in Capricorn. I'll let you go take care of your baby. When's the Capricorn New Moon? It's happening right now. Oh my God. What should I do? I'm a Capricorn. You should set intentions for the year ahead and you should really think about what kind of powerful it's like you don't need to take like big brush strokes or it's it, actually Timothy and Kylie are kind of like a good example for us in this moment where it's like they didn't do anything like big or flashy or like even impressive but like they had a visible conversation that now gave the world something to play with it's like this new moon is conjunct pluto it's the end of the pluto in capricorn era so it's kind of like okay this is a chance to set new intentions but it's like what what micro movements can we make that are going to like powerfully change the course of 
our careers and the status in our lives and how comfortable we feel uh, with our position in the world and finances, et cetera. Like it doesn't need to be like a massive brushstroke, but like what is going to be our version of like the Timothy Kylie Tabasco convo? Okay. Okay. Cool. Everybody just think about what are, what are the micro movements that you can do to make a big splash on the web? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's sort of bad advice but the i really thought wide about web. Like, when? we're gonna surf the web pretty much like yeah i mean i gotta like prepare for the movie a little better i'll like see if i have better info later advice but i think it's just like being prepared for like massive change to occur but it's not necessarily that like you need to create massive change it's more that like we need to have strong intentions like with kylie and timmy it's like their intention was like to go there as a couple yeah. And to like be a couple and to act like a couple and to look hot together as a couple. And it's like, well, as a result, we're all talking about it. They still look extremely weird together as a couple, but who cares? They both just look looks, good individually. They, just, they look like a lesbian couple. Her butt. <laughs> Not unlike Selena and Justin Bieber in their Not butt. unlike Selena. That's exactly right. Her butt and back looked so amazing in that dress. Yeah, she's, I mean... I'll say this, whatever work she has or has not gotten done or what, I think she looks awesome. <laughs> Her face is a little nutty when it's in motion, but whatever. Yeah, but it's so rarely in motion, even on the show now. <laughs> she's not doing facial movements whatsoever. That's true. She's sticking to she's sticking to her strengths. Sitting still. Like, right. Yeah. Sitting still and like like turning a little bit. Yeah, turning a little. She did great at that. Yeah. All right. Join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. I think we'll do a page tomorrow. I think we will. I think we should. Let us know, patrons, what you want to talk about. We're here for you. We could do a better reading of the the new moon. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. That's a really good idea. We'll do that tomorrow. Patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. And you can learn everything about the Capricorn new moon. Maybe we'll talk about Kate Middleton, my favorite Capricorn. Oh, my God. Uh, Fabulous. Can't wait. And you know what will be interesting? I'm going to say this. Because of the trine that this new moon is making to Uranus, it wouldn't surprise me if my anus? today our anus, everywhere the, co- the collective, our, the world's ain't I and I. Um, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see, like maybe something even maybe there's like news that happens today, or so, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see. Like maybe we we come back tomorrow and we're like, wow, what a powerful, what a powerful new moon, and here's what happened. Right. And then we might have to make it public, but then we'll do a different Patreon next week. <laughs> we go with the flow. We go with the moon flow. We do. We do. Okay. All right. Bye. Have fun at the moon, you all. Where can oh, yeah, everybody come. The moon, at the moon, you can just all. go to, yeah, at the moon, you all on Instagram and just click the link and then we'll be there tonight at the, in the new, in the new moon Zoom room. Perfect. Daphne has not been sleeping through the night. She's regressing. So Excellent. maybe I will log on and listen. I will charge That's my so AirPods. Fun. Do so it. Yeah, we we all regress at the moon rule, so I think that's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, very good. Bye. Good night, Daphne. Love you. Bye. Bye. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles. The rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash, but the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. 
Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.